welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey, detailers, you ready for SEMA? Woo, it's coming up close. Make sure you pre-register SEMAPintNight.com. Pint Night this year for SEMA will be at the Gordon Beers Brewery, returning there for some amazing, I love their beer. It's going to be hard to pull me away from there, I tell you. You want to pre-register, must, or else you will wait 30 minutes after everybody started drinking before you get to come in. Hopefully there's a pint glass left for you. Register, pre-register, SEMAPintNight.com. Recording, but maybe now it's recording. <laughs> what? All right. <laughs> welcome. They're, they're welcome now. They are. They are welcome. They are welcome to the welcoming of the welcoming of the Pints of Polishing podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Hey. Hey. Hello. Welcome. Hey. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, they're welcome. They're probably driving a mobile unit around their next job or. They might be polishing paint. We get a lot of people say, hey, man, I was working on this car and listening to you guys' podcast. It's not a bad time to do it. Polishing paint? Yeah. Throwing your headphones? Should they? Listen to us ramble and drink beer for an hour? (laughs) They should have a beer over there, maybe. No? If you're polishing after five. After five. Unless you're DJ Patterson. Or you're like, hey, it's five o'clock somewhere. That's my, yeah. Either way. Hey, grab a pint and enjoy, right? This is a good one to enjoy. Um, so we have talked over the past couple episodes of different perspectives for detailers. Christine from Two Detail Girls came on and gave what we really liked as an alternative when you're trying to grow a business, you're early year one to three. Mm-hmm. How do you try and scale, I think is the word? That you're really trying to extra produce your your business. She didn't hire somebody. Technically, she did not hire anyone at all. Yeah. She brought someone on. Mm-hmm. But she didn't hire yeah. her. She gave them ownership in the company. Mm-hmm. It was a bold move. So the perspective is just like left field. Like what? You did what? Mm-hmm. But has done extremely well. Oh, and all the lot that of episode sense. was really good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. And I think the more we learn from the way they're growing and what they're doing is, phew, they're they're gonna be a very big, large company pretty quick. I would expect. So kudos to them. We then had masterpiece on. Yeah, uh, masterpiece. We got to enjoy some amazing. DJ, I Dude, apologize. I, 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 I apologize. Yeah, you know what? You know that. <laughs> you were in Dallas. I was uh, full, so yeah. It's all good. Mm. That's twice now, though, that barbecue. So this time I got the deviled eggs. Oh, they're brisket deviled eggs. Bro. Oh, mm. oh. So good. So good. Little. So deviled eggs. I, and then just I, imagine I, just some brisket pieces on the top. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Like. I took the first time I took that bite and I was like, hmm. and I took the second bite. I was like, ah, oh, the the second piece that I picked, like the Party. full deviled egg that Party. I picked up, I did Question. not even take a bite. Question. I threw that whole egg in. I like opened up, like okay, lowered the jaw. I have a tab in question. Oh, okay. Yeah, open tab. Yeah, but leave the card on file. Okay. Kind of question, right? All right. Yeah, I'll leave it open. Leave it open. All right. Deviled egg with brisket mm-hmm. or pretzel? Pretzel. Oh, you're so white. White? Yeah. You're so white. Mm. Like, what? Yeah. Pretzel. It's a great I'll, question. I'll do a pretzel, yeah. It's a great question. Yeah, pretzel. I thought that was a very valid question. I, that was a really good question. Because you talked that deviled egg. I was like, he's finally breaking out. Yes, I'll get it on air. He wants yeah. deviled egg. It's a great it. question. But pretzel. Pretzel. He even buttoned his top button up uh-huh. when he said I did. It, like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Just a minute. I just hold on. One second. I got to check this text message real quick. I got to check this text message real quick. At, at, right 
<laughs> there. Oh, no, the microphone's <laughs> in the way. Hold on. Hold on. Let's get that microphone out of the way. Picture, top button open, top button closed. Right, cool. Uh, Documentation of your top button being closed. But still, I just figured you would. You know. No, pretzel. pretzel. Still pretzel. pretzel. Yeah. But anyway, it was great barbecue. Had a great discussion. On this episode, we bring Mark from Firehouse on, yeah. who has done incredibly well. Full-time firefighter and running multiple trucks and doing multiple. Like, he, like, how the fuck does you even ask the question? How do you do it? How do you do it? Mm-hmm. It really is impressive. Yeah. So how does he do it? Let's dive into that. And thank you again to Vu. Two Vu for, no, what, two coup two for you. Two, two, hold on. We got to look it up. Oh, I'm looking. I thought you were talking about the beer. We're both looking. The beer is 651 Tiger Bite. DJ thinks I said it way too white. And uh, so we do a little impersonation. And um, to yeah, so the number two and then K-U-E, the number four, and then U. So Vu's been on a couple times. We love Vu. And he brought us a couple beers, 651 we could all say uh, Tagavat. Do it, do it again. I did. It's Tagavat. And uh, you can go check it out. Great beer. We liked it. Should they grab a pint and enjoy? They should definitely grab a couple and enjoy. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the Pints of Polishing Podcast. I'm ready for a cold beer. What about you, Mr. Patterson? Mr. Hill, I cannot wait. You can't thank, wait. Thank you for pouring my beer, bud. Oh, you're welcome. I I'm appreciate even pouring that. your beer. All right, man, this is bottle service, <laughs> can service. Can, yeah, <laughs> this isn't bottle service. service. This is right can there. service right here. All right, so DJ, we have had uh, not a lot of head either, man. I appreciate two that. Two girls detail on. We had uh, the guys from Master Piece on. Both of them took different uh, different angles to growing their business. Christine brought in another Christine and gave her full. Ownership, right? So 50-50 ownership coming into the company to help grow the We don't know the percentage. Correct. We don't know the percentage. You're you're correct. I think we assumed from the discussion. Maybe I assumed. I I, I don't say we. I. I assumed from the discussion that they went 50-50. Okay. I might not hear. Anyways, I just don't want to. You're correct. I don't want to quote. No, no, no. You're correct. Okay. Thank you for saying that. You're very welcome. Because she did not actually release the percentage. Correct. She did not. on her behalf. Definitely. Smart on her behalf. Didn't release a percentage. But then we had Master Masterpiece come on, and we were down eating some amazing barbecue, drinking some great revolver beer, and they were we two detailing companies that joined together. So when they wanted to grow, instead of hiring or doing something different, they just combined forces, mm-hmm. right? So then we wanted to give a bounce back, right? What's a different way than these two new different ways, right? Both unique in their own way. Let's go with somebody that's traditional. Let's go with somebody that's higher and fire and grow. And if I look around the landscape of the area, there's some people that are out there, but one of the hottest companies that's growing that maybe people aren't hearing, but they should have because last year he was up for detailer of the year. He said hot. That means fire. And this year he should be the detailer of the year. Mark, thank you for coming back on the podcast. Welcome, Mark, from Firehouse. Ah! What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> if you don't know him as Mark from Firehouse, you would might know him as Chocolate Thunder. Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> yeah, William Laura. That, that, that's his nickname that he gave me. Oh, William. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Miami Lux. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, so Chocolate Thunder, give us a brief, brief background. You've been on before. Thank you for coming on again. Um, give us a little yeah. just background. Who are you? Give us your story. So, of course, you know, Firehouse Auto Spa based out of Jacksonville, Florida. Um, some might know. I know a lot of people think that maybe I'm a part-time firefighter or a volunteer firefighter, but I am a full-time firefighter. So I work a 56-hour work week, which consists of a 24-hour shift. Uh, on and a 48-hour shift off, so I work 
anywhere between two to three shifts a week. And it's equivalent to 56 hours a week. So I'm a full-time firefighter. 56 hours a week? 56 hours a week. It's a 56-hour work week. And then uh, I've got the wonderful Firehouse Auto Spa. Um, We currently have five full-time employees, um, three mobile units, uh, one kind of like satellite shop at the airport, and then our main shop, which is uh, our main shop. We offer everything from basic details to paint corrections, ceramic coatings, uh, window tint, expel paint protection film, you name it. We're a one-stop shop. So So you're based in Florida. And multi-state, right? Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that, too. So we also do have another shop in uh, Atlanta, Marietta. Whoa, hold on, 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 hold on. Hold on. Hey, oh, I forgot to mention that. Hey, you forget to mention that, too. Because it's not really under the firehouse name. So with that shot, we kind of just went with strictly window tint and paint protection film. Uh-huh. Um, so we kind of got off the firehouse thing and uh, just went with, you know, straight paint protection and window tint. Um, so, so, yeah, so we got that in Marietta. Got a lot of questions there, but I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to turn the podcast around. But it's okay. So, but you oversee everything 100 percent or no? That's my only question. So that was the, the the way that came about was I had a guy here working for me, um, and he uh, was doing my window tent. He just actually he he was he worked for us, but he was kind of like a sub. But 90 percent of his work was out of our shop. He might you know go to another shop and do work, but we were funneling him like almost all the work he did was coming through our shop and uh his wife worked for another company and that company it was a corporate company and they went out of business um so they got uh when they went out of business they offered her a job with a sister company sister corporate company in atlanta yeah that's sweet uh, he went to go work for another window tent company uh in-house and uh you know we just we stayed in touch because we were good friends and uh, he just wasn't happy. And, uh, you know, he kept saying, you know, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. And I said, you know, well, how would you feel if I open up a shop there and you kind of run it and, you know, we work something out. So we kind of just, the wheels started turning. I kind of made a few trips. We found a building. And uh, the beginning of this year, um, you know, we, we we got everything going. Man, congratulations. That's, that's awesome because I've had – Many opportunities to do that, and I haven't done it, and that's cool to see. I mean, that's cool to see someone doing a multi-state in this industry. I mean, this that's that's really really cool. Right. So, yeah. So you know, so the name of that shop is uh, Tent House Atlanta. Cool. So, so yeah, yeah. Congrats, man. That's hey, that's hey. a lot to handle. That's a, that's hold on, hold on, hold on. You have a family too, right? I do. All right, yeah, wife, kids. Let's way. let's talk about it. How, how many? So I've got kids. So I got a young kid seven year old then i have a 15 year old he's about to be 16 and then i have a daughter who is she just turned 18 so so 18 16 and seven yeah yeah so So you kind of started over event like at one point i did yeah started over yeah yeah so busy man gotta juggle a lot yeah, that's what I was going to say. And that's I mean, my I, okay. I so think we're kind of pausing. I'm chasing the squirrel for a minute. DJ Hold on, Marty. DJ didn't understand everything that you did, so I think it's a bit for him to absorb. I'm trying to swallow all this yeah. real quick because I, I he likes to swallow. Just to let you know. All right, man. We could have okay. So, man. So how do you juggle a 56 hour work week managing two locations in town plus three mobile units and one you don't have to really oversee too much because the dude's probably really good at what he does and so forth but i mean where's the where's the balance at so how do you just give us a brief like how do you balance all of that you got people um, that you did handle the, things? The, key, the key thing is communi- communication um really just communicating with, with your employees um and really just you know communication you know and it's hard, you know, and especially trying to get everybody to stay on the same page and communicating back to you, um, you know, what you want to do and what you want to happen. So but, define communicate, like, how do you do that? Text, phone calls? Um, via text, um, phone calls, uh, 
those are the main things. Text, phone calls, and then following up. So, you know, I can ask somebody to do something, but if I don't follow up or make sure they did it, then I don't know if they got done. Um, but also just depending on your team um, or certain people on your team to uh, to uh, basically take charge, take some something off your plate. I always When I hire people, I always look at – I don't look to replace myself or look for somebody that can do everything I can do. I look for somebody that can take something off my plate, rather mm-hmm. it's – Delegation, man, delegation. Right, rather yeah. it's, you know, the guy that can – so okay so you so you would hire someone you you would hire someone at a pay level to just vacuum and do wheels right there's a okay there's a certain type of person i'm talking to someone about this in a a dm on on instagram but we're talking about hiring different people. You always want to hire an eight or a nine or a 10. Like, you know, you mark, you detail, or you run a business at a 10 out of 10. Well, you might hire someone at a six to just vacuum and do wheels, but they're, they're happy. They're making, you know, whatever dollar an hour for a six out of a 10 type of team member. Right. So. Right. And the way I break this down to a lot of people, when I'm talking to people about businesses, the military, because I mean, when you're in the military, let's just talk about the army for, for example, when you're in the army, you have all these soldiers, and everybody has a certain job. You got people that all their job to do is to sit behind a desk and order order inventory. That's their only job. Their job isn't to go out in the field and, and shoot guns. or Their only job is to sit behind that desk and order supplies. And then you got some people who their only job is to put fuel in trucks. You know, that's their only job. Then they got people that their only job is to be a mechanic on trucks. So the point that I'm getting at is they've identified people's strengths and they've utilized their strengths to their ability. But at the end of the day, our goal is to win a war, you know, if we get into a war. So, you know, you got to look at that and put that into a business mindset and say, what, you know, at the end of the day, we're trying to build a business and we're trying to make a profit. So, what can I bring to the, who can I bring into my business and what can I bring to the business to accomplish that mission, if that makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, Mark, definitely. Were you military? No. No. I, I was How'd you learn that then? The mafia. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't get those secrets out. He's huh? detail mafia, bro. He's <laughs> touched Air Force <laughs> One uh, multiple times. Do you know who you're talking to? He said, I didn't know Mark very well. Apparently you don't. He's a mafia member, all right? Under, 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 uh, what do you call it? He wouldn't be a lieutenant. What if Randy Doyle, he'd be like the... Yeah, the godfather. But in, in military terms, what would he be? Like uh, the president? I don't know. Like he'd be the president. Yeah, whatever. I've already said too much. He said, oh, <laughs> dang. Sorry. He's got to go no, undercover no, no. now. I apologize. This is not Mark from Firehouse. We are not talking to him. Somebody else. Yeah, we have no idea who this guy is. I'm going to tell you where I really learned that stuff from is, you know, growing up, I worked at uh, Chick-fil-A, um, you know, as a teenager. Wow. But also, Was that a pleasure or to do or what? Working in the fire department, you know, we have the same thing. So, you know, to break down in the fire department terms, when we go into a fire, everybody has a certain job. You know, um, for a long time, I was on a, I was on a, what they call a truck company, and our only job when a, when there's a fire was to go in and search for a victim and then ventilate the building. Like we didn't go in with a hose and put out the fire. Our only job was to go in that building. Find anybody that's trapped and bring them out. So the fire's still going. Yeah, yeah. They, they, but they, you had they, to climb the ladder, so to speak. Like, right. So, you didn't even get to go in with water. You were just the yeah, guy that go gets in, to go we in. We go in before the hose, all that. And we go and find the victims and bring them out. But, and then the engine company, they go in with the water and put the fire out. That's just their job. So everybody has a job. After. So, uh, <laughs> you know. Mark, Mark, yes, sir. I think that that's the main reason why you're where you're at, dude. uh, That's deep. No, I mean it is. That's deep. Most people don't want to be that guy. That's deep. Yeah, that's cool. They they want to be the guy that's with the hose and taking the photos. Hold on, 
Talking about firefighting, right? Yeah, not not said hose and photos. H O E S, like H O S E. Oh, I'm just trying to clarify for the people who just tuned in just now. Like, hold on, did they say it? Afterwards, you get the H O E S. But no, I was being sincere. Like, you're the guy that goes in without. You don't have water. You're you're going into a fire to rescue people. Like, that's 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 literally badass. Like, and if you could take that on the chin to grow to where you're at in the fire department. Of course, no wonder you're so successful in business because you can take the blunt of what it takes to be a business owner and know that where you want to go, and that's why you've gotten to where you've gotten to be. Could be. I never thought about it like that. Well, now you know how you got where you're at, man. Thank you. Thank, thanks, Marty. Hey, for, welcome for the, to the Pines and Polishing Podcast. Where we tell you how you got where you were based on your own story. <laughs> and based on some amazing beer. Uh, <laughs> so we've already cracked into this beer. Are you drinking tonight, Mark? No. That's okay. We'll drink some for you. All right. This is the 651 Tiger Bite. Say it the right way. Tiger. Tiger. Come on. Tiger. Come on. Say it the right way. White. That's the way we would say it. I said not the right way, not the white way. Say it the right way, not the white way. Okay. Try it. Try it. Okay. Put some. Put some color in. Hold on. I will. All right. Just give me like. Oh, thank you. Okay. This is 651 Tiger Bite Lager. I like it. Thank you. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you. I'm going to mess with you later about that, Marty. Oh, you sure? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, you definitely should, Mark. <laughs> you definitely should. I like it. So, Vu, I apologize, but he made me say it in a I- Asian voice because Vu is Asian, and he brought us the 655. Vu is laughing right Tiger Bite. He's got to be laughing. Yeah, Vu's laughing. He's laughing So, Vu right uh, was up. Vu's been on the podcast multiple times talking about dealership podcasts uh, you know with what we've tried to figure out with dealerships how they do detailing he's given us a lot of insight to the way dealerships work mm-hmm. and um good friend too and yeah so cool. Boo's he, here local yeah he's, he's here, here in tulsa oklahoma yeah. he just randomly showed up and brought us these beers he's like hey bro i forgot i got these beers yeah and, uh, i was like oh sweet cool so this is the 651 tiger bite or we could say, oh, yes, sir. 651. Yeah, I'll have one of those. Thanks. Yeah. So it's just a regular Asian lager, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Would it be like their Coors Light Bud Light there, maybe? You think? I don't know. I've never heard of it, so I don't think so. Okay. So, one of their, like, so when I spend time in Southeast Asia, one of the most popular beers that is there is the Tiger. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so they T-I-G-E-R. have those. Yeah, yeah. They have those at the. Um, places when you go and eat asian foods sometimes sapporo tiger no you don't really see tiger very much really sapporo you do see a lot of what's the other one tiger is uh we don't see it here a lot you can what's the one up there we had at mandarin what do you call it oh well that yeah no that wasn't okay i think it was was it anyways moving on maybe they have it i I think they did we should go try and find it it's getting Tiger's cold. Tiger's a pretty good beer. But we got to get some more soup up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. soup is so good. So bomb. All right. So, Boo, thank you so much for the beer. Um, it's just a good, calls it a premium beer. I don't know. It's a good lager. It's a no, good it's beer. just perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, Mark, we will continue to drink uh, beer for you since you're not uh, able to do that. We have like to drink extra. It sounds like a great plan. Dang it. We've got extra beer here that I will consume because DJ's already drinking his share. So, Vu, like, <laughs> bro, when you, like, uh, I could, like, I'd, I'd probably drink what? What's that? I said, Asima, I'll definitely catch up to you, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, catch up to DJ? Hold on, that's not possible. Whoa. I really don't think so. Yeah. But he's going to give it a shot. Where are you going to be on Tuesday night, Mark? Tuesday night, I should be at your event. Hey, all right. Good answer, good answer, good answer. Just making sure. (laughs) (laughs) But DJ has already partaken of multiple of these beers. Yeah, who I drink probably half the bag you brought over. But we saved the rest to join and drink with you, Mark. So, Uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) No, Mark, no, stick to your normal voice. We'll leave all that stuff to, to, to Marshall here. Well, you interpret you. DJ gives his white person voice. Oh, I definitely do. Gee, golly, I'll tell you what. 
Well, moving on. Yeah, let's move on. All right, so Mark, um, you know, which we've already kind of prefaced a little bit. You know, there's been some companies that have come on and talked about the way they've done it. Why, why have you walk us through your early steps and the way you've grown your company? You know, why did you make some of the? De- what were some of the decisions, and then why did you make some of those decisions? All right, so when I started my company, it was really when I got back into detailing, I got back into it just to supplement income. So if a lot of people say, you want to be a fireman, you don't, you're not a fireman because you want to be rich because you're not going to get rich being a fireman. But so most firemen with our schedule, we, you know, we'll have, we have another business, something to do. So I really just did it, you know, to supplement my income. Fast forward, um, you know, where I live at, we couldn't have, um, like work vehicles in our neighborhood. We had like a homeowners association. So I uh, started renting this little building like behind this car lot that I was detailing cars at to park my van at. And fast forward, it started getting real busy. And I I told the owner, I was like, well, I want to start having customers come here, but I'm like in the back of your building. It was like a mom and pop dealership. So in the building was like, yeah, but you started super cheap. Oh yeah, it was like five hundred bucks a month, I think, for the building. Yeah, yeah, it was super cheap. But like, I started getting good at it, so I was like, you know, I want to have customers come here, but I don't want them to have to wait in your waiting room. So, make a long story short, I said, I, you know, I'm probably gonna have to get a bigger building, and that's when I went to the shop that I'm at now. Um. But the rent was a lot more. So the rent was went from five hundred that I was paying him to thirteen hundred. So I said, you know, I'm gonna be paying thirteen hundred just just to keep this van in here. I need to figure out a way to make this work. So, you know, then we started detailing out of there. It was still just me. So I would go to that same dealership, I would drive my vehicle there, pick up a car, bring it back to the shop, and I would do that. Oh, so you started with dealer work, not retail. Right, right. I started with just, I just dealership work, and then you know, and then I was just doing my mobile customers. So, um, then I brought on somebody part time. So whenever I hire somebody, I always hire part time. I never hire anybody full time. Okay, so I have a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, Marty. Yeah. So, all right. So my thing on that, and please shed some uh, some some light here. I don't hire part time at first at all because. It, are people really out there looking for part time? And if not, how do you, how do you, who is a part time type person? Like, what does he, what, well, yeah, so what, what does that typically to look us like? Why you did it that way? Well, to me, part time is better than no time if somebody's looking for a job. But, you know okay, I mean? if, but if they're looking for a full time 40 hours and they're searching for jobs, why would they say yes to part time? I mean, is there a pat, like, I'm trying to figure out, is there a, um, well, because it can because it can turn into full time if you're willing to put in the full time type of work. What if the business doesn't have the hours for full time? How do you still hire a um, part time or how do you still? Usually, usually, I will. Um, usually, usually I do have a full time position, but even if I have a full time position, I still hire it as part time. Okay, cool. Yeah, you answered my question right there. Even if, even if that means I got to work harder, that's fine because I still hire part-time because I don't never, ever want anybody to you come in. You set the expectations to where you're not getting you're, – you're not ex, – you don't – you're not – I'm guaranteeing you 40 hours a week, but if you're good, potentially, right? Right. You're definitely right. going to get 40, but that way if you don't hit the full 40, you get 25, 30. No, I they know they're part-time. No, I don't think going there. I, I'm just – No, I, I get where you're going. I don't – Mark – Help us, because I think this is a really core good question, because there's a lot of guys that want to, they they want to grow, but they just don't know if they can afford to bring somebody on full time. So I'm trying to get it. I get it. I get it. That's why I'm going with it. Like, so for guys that are wanting to bring somebody else in, they're not sure that they can pay for somebody full time. Right. You're saying that they should bring somebody in part time and have that heart to heart discussion with them of saying, hey, listen. You're going to start part-time. I'm going to give you X amount of hours. And if we grow as a company, and if you support the company, 
we'll be able to bring you on full time. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, instead of saying, "Hey, you got a job full time. You got a job full time job, and you might not make forty hours. It might be twenty five. I think it's sort of the direction you were going, and maybe hopefully you get forty. Yeah, is what is what. But hiring part time. But you're gonna cut them. Because as a company, you might you know that you can't give them that forty, so you just cut them early. Okay. Yeah. And and the opposite opposite side would be, hey, I can give you twenty five. I know, and if you help and work hard, and we get the clientele, I can get you to forty. Right. Okay. It's right. just it's a different it's a Slight different thought spin. process. Slight yeah, spin. Yeah. It's a spin. So why did right. you why did and you choose reason, that way? Yeah, yeah. Why? That's just how I initiated it because number one, I didn't know when I first, you know, like I said, it was just me. So I didn't know. I really can't say that I didn't know how I was going to pay him, but I can say that because I, you know, I knew I had the money to pay him. But like any business owner, it's always kind of intimidating to know that. You have to give money to you're you're responsible to make sure that this person is paid. No, 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 no. That 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 family. Yeah. Well, it could just be a person. I'm just saying, but yeah. It, or it could be a family. family. It's a yeah, lot yeah, of responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility yeah. to pay someone's pay. Like to yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Um. But yeah. So you know, just to know you have another you know responsibility for that family member, or you know, and they have family as well. So just to know that. You have to take care of that. That's just another, you know, something else on your plate, which is fine if you have the work. But, you know, initially, you know, I just went into it part time. And then I just when I did that, you know, I started building work, building work, building work. And then it turned into full time. And then next thing you know, it was like, OK, now it's time to hire somebody else. OK, but and, there's there's a moment there. Right. There's a moment where there's a question. And so I think. I think what the past two guests have talked about is in that moment, they chose to, instead of risk hiring and trying to go through the hire fire part and having an employee, they chose to give away ownership so that they didn't have to go through that process. It's basically the trade, right? If we boil it down, that's the trade. Yeah. It is a trade, yeah. I just don't think I could give away ownership like that. And why? Um, I couldn't give away initially because I got to see what you can bring to the table. Um. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. Completely I mean, fair. Yeah. Like to, that's you know, before you get in bed, you want to make sure you can work it, right? Not even work it. Like we might be able to. We might be bringing the same thing to the table. You know. Um. I need to know if you, mm. what ideas do you have. We might have the same ideas. We're just the same fine, person. But I need somebody else with different ideas because mm. that's that's how we can grow. We don't have to have the same idea. Okay, so say that's all taken care of. You guys I know. Mean, you, I don't mean clashing ideas, but I mean idea, different ideas to help grow the business. Great um, part two question. No, great part two I'm question. I'm going to hold it right here. I got it. But so with Christine's, they kind of lucked out with that, which they said that. They kind of right. like. Knew each other. They knew each other. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. They, so say that's all done. That's all good. Well, no, hold on. And then Masterpiece, that's sort of what they said. And the reason why I'm telling you that, like, hold on, just bear with me. Masterpiece said that they both complimented each other's qualities. Okay? Mm-hmm. Two rare instances. Right, right. Two rare instances. We call them unicorns, correct? Yeah, unicorns in the industry. That doesn't mm-hmm. happen very often. Mm-mm. It doesn't. Right? So then goes into what your point was. So you're finding someone too high. Okay, so say you... Did all the personality tests? You guys know that you're going to compliment each other in different ways. The business is going to benefit having you two as partners. Then, I mean, you still have to give up half your. Well, we don't know percentage, but you still have to give up. And you're saying why? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. And how do you know? Right. Is basically was that your question? I lost it. Yeah. I did. I did lose it because it was my question in my head was answered. A second ago, but yeah. I think because he said you don't ever know. Correct. Yeah. Um, and that, Mark, I mean, I, I think that's a fair assumption for most people in the industry 
which was what made their show so unique, mm-hmm. is they were, as DJ said, the unicorn of the industry. They were able to do something that not many people would be able to do. Right. It's that's just not going to happen all the time. Yeah. I mean, for Mark's points, and they're great. Like it just, yeah. So. And you got to look at their situation too. I mean, I don't know their situation personally. I mean, but you know, like DJ, like if somebody was coming to DJ's family, DJ has a lot of responsibility. You know, so for DJ to somebody to approach DJ and say, "Hey, I'm gonna come on, but I want half your company," DJ's probably gonna be like, "That's not happening." You know what I mean? Um, it, it, de- it depends. Okay, well, so it someone depends on what they're bringing to the table. There you go. Correct. Exactly. I'm gonna have your company, and I'm gonna hand you X amount of dollars. Well, maybe we can talk. You know. Yeah, and I think what Paul, someone said it too, is like, okay, so the only time you really lose, and this is a, a theory in that side over there, is the only time you lose when you give no, up. That was me. That was you? That was Nicely me. done, man. Yeah. Okay, so Marty said, excuse me, Marshall, because that was an old, older Marty saying, so you're Marshall at this point. So Marshall said, uh, okay, so, okay, so the only time you lose when you're giving up ownership is when you're divvying out the profits. So there's no profits to divvy out. You're getting paid. He's getting paid. She's getting paid. Amount that you all agreed on. Everyone's the bills are getting paid. You've got profit for your pocket to go on vacations. Everyone's happy. You have a great lifestyle. Only time you lose is when you're divvying out the profits. Okay, hey, we got a hundred grand now. You get fifty-one. You get fifty, or you get thirty-nine. You get thirty-three. You get twenty-nine. Like, and everyone's you got some more money in your pocket. You're still winning. Other than that, it's business as usual. That was your right. Yeah. So you're really not giving away the company in a sense, right? Right. You're just actually living a more comfortable lifestyle because everyone in the business that has ownership has ownership. So they're going to come into work every day at whatever time and give their 100% because they want their 100% of their portion when it comes time to cut out profits. And when they don't, they're guaranteed a paycheck. I like it. Well, it's, I mean, it's different. The third, the, these are all theories. It's these are all, all theories, these are right? all just. Yeah, it's all theories. Yeah. But they, it is because I can honestly say the more, and it, people might say this is crazy, but some people might understand where I'm coming from. But the more people I hire, the more money that comes into the company. So, I just see more. Is is this more profitable for 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 me? I don't know if DJ can attest to that, but. I think so. I mean, generally, when most companies bring when on new employees, bring more people, yeah, it's to like, bring more revenue on. Yeah. So yeah, as long I mean, as as long as awesome. as long as your numbers are in order, and I mean, yeah, of course. But so, have you thought of? I mean, just a general question: Have you thought of ever entertaining a partner, or do you plan on with your business staying a sole entrepreneur? No, I mean, if I ever partnered with somebody, it'd probably be maybe a different business. If I ever partnered with somebody, it would probably be like, let's partner and start something else. Yeah, but with Firehouse, you're you're gonna keep doing it, you. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And and yeah. what's like why? I don't know. I just feel like I built I built it from the ground up. I mean, it, for me to partner with somebody, they would have had to be with me from when it was just one van and. I totally get it. You know, me running around like crazy and working all ends of the night, you know. Um, because I don't want anybody to want to partner in when they see all the glory. Mm. Well, and, and a lot of times then that partnership's going to be an evaluation on the numbers. Right. Right? right. You, like you just said, they weren't with you back in the... Struggle. Struggle. Like, struggle, struggle. You're right. fucking bleeding, crying. Like... Late nights. Yeah. What value, what, <laughs> All what financial value is that? Well, it doesn't matter at mm-hmm. that point. Like I've already been through it. Yeah. So no, Mark, I totally get it. We, we literally just like to discuss the different sides of it all. That makes sense. Yeah. So future wise, um, what's next? Um, I think we're, I think I'm more in a fine tuning mode. Um, I think DJ can attest to that too, but I think I'm more in a fine tuning mode. I think I've, I've kind of, you know, grown the company, um, pretty well. And I think I, this, this now 
to the point now where you just got to fine tune everything um, and kind of grow with the numbers um, and kind of understand numbers now. So, so as growing like you have, what's your recommendation for guys? We, we just will release the episode here uh, next after yours. But we talk about, uh, you know, guys that are in year one to three. So, you know, what are some of the recommendations that you would give to some of those guys that are year one to three? First thing I would say is don't look for somebody that can do everything you can do. Um, I see a lot of people try to hire somebody and say, well, he can't polish paint like me or he can't. Yeah. Love it. Do love it. Like this me. is my jam. Yeah, lately. love it. This is, yeah. dude, and Mark, said, this I is. Said, yeah. When people tell me that, I say. Well, love if he it. could do that, he wouldn't be trying to work for you. Yeah. He'd be yep. your competition. No, this yep. is you know like, oh, I love this. Yeah. Yep. Um, mm. So, you know, try to find somebody again, like I said earlier, to take something off your plate, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, if you have a family or, and, and, and it doesn't even matter if you have a family. At the end of the day, it's a life. You have a life. life. At the end of the day, you have a life and you want to do something. Yeah. And relax. You know, relax. You don't want to get off work and say, oh, I got to pop two ibuprofen because I, because I, 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 I Work my, my tail off, you know. I mean, you know, um, so still might find somebody that can I'll take, take something off your plate. You know, even if you hire somebody that can, they're the best at cleaning up. You know, you figure if 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 they can save you fifteen to twenty minutes on each job that you do, um, just straightening up your stuff and cleaning up and keeping everything organized. I mean, that's probably one extra job you one or two extra jobs you can squeeze in a day. Wait, you know? Mark. So you're saying as a detail shop owner. You would pay somebody not to detail? Of course. Help no, me. I wouldn't pay everybody not to detail. Oh, I get <laughs> it. Right. We get done. right, I'm being a bit uh, devil's advocate. But if that's, if that's something on my plate that needs to be done. Um, why? I mean, and I somebody, the reason I, I was going to say is why. I know, I, I know have, you have a great example. I know you do. That's why I was like, come on, give it to me. I have somebody that comes in every day from 9 to 11. And their job is to clean the lobby, grab all the dirty towels, and um, just, like, freshen up everything. And they come in from 9 to 11 every day, and that's their job. And that's what they do. And they get paid, and they enjoy it. They top off bottles and, and everything, too? Yeah. And, and that's their job. And sometimes they'll stay, you know, 9 to 12 or whatever. But, I mean, it's just a little part-time gig for them. They make a little bit of money. And, and why did you do that? Because it took something off my plate. Yeah, I like it. And it saves money. <laughs> yeah. No, no, hold on. I mean, on. it's a business owner mindset. No, that was a good hat this, because, listen. You... I, would have to, I would have to pay one of my higher paid employees to do it. So why not put them on jobs where they're making more profit for the company instead of pulling them off to say, hey, can you clean the lobby and, and all that to where we're making more profit and we're making, you know, our shop hour rate that we want to make versus them doing other things. Nice hack, man. So, That's awesome. So, so yes, yeah. sir. No, that's, that's awesome. What else? What's another way? Um, hmm. If you uh, I no, here's a good one. If you find something that works, don't change it because everybody else is starting. You know, like a new trend or something. Um, you know, we've got processes that we do, and we've been doing it for a few years or four years, and you know, we might try it, but something new but we've rarely changed any process that the way we we do cars you know um whether it's you know our process with ceramic coating or prepping a car for wax or anything um just stick to if you find a process that works stick to it um so i say that um, i think i mean so one of the things that dj talked about a lot when he first started he would jump around, and I think sort of sort of what you're saying, Mark, is there's so many guys that year early, one to three, they just hop on any new trend. Any oh, new I did product, it all the time. Like, I drink all the Kool-Aid. Yeah, like, I was drinking grape, strawberry, apple Kool-Aid, grape. I mean, any little thing. Any pops, Kool-Aid that was, I was drinking all the whatever, Kool-Aid. Right? Spent so much money. Yeah. Wasted so Wasted. much money. Just stick to it. Find a process and stick to it and make your money and adapt, right? Right. 
Right. Adapt, yeah, you, innovate. You have to, you have to, innovate. Right? You have to innovate. You have to innovate. You, you have can't to innovate. just do the Stick same thing Stick to the same process. Right. You've got to change with the times, but still, you know, and I'm not, I don't want to name any, any product lines that I use, but what I'm saying is, you know, we still use the same type of products. You know, if we found a, a compound that's, that works and that gets the results that brings in profit, mm-hmm. we're not going to change it, you know, just because this guy released this, this, this polish that works and, you know, it's the latest and greatest. Like we've been making money off this, so why change it? You're uh, a veteran. You're, you're, you're a veteran. You're a veteran. Well, both of you are veterans, but uh, you you eventually you eventually changed some of your products. Oh yeah, we've so definitely when, yeah. right. You eventually. So where does somebody decide cost? Okay. And I profit. Profit. Yeah. Profit. yeah. Oh, profit. for sure. I found. And time. Because time is money. So if I uh-huh. find a product that's going to save me time. Yep. Again. Ooh. Yeah. I'm not going to name a product. It's all good. Yeah. No, it's for sure. It's product. But no, no. I wasn't even going there. I just like. No. no. I wasn't going there either. But anyway, if I find a product that saves me time, then time is money. Right. So you're bringing in more money to the shop. So, of course, you're going to bring that in. Um. So, you know. Yeah. So with me, like I found. Oh, so uh, Ben Narwhal. Put me on to, so I was using a certain company for the longest time. People still call me all the time, like, hey, how do you like such and such brand? I, you, I mean, so now I found something he gave me that's like, I can dilute this down to this and make this Not many no gallons name. and right. no name, like, no one knows about this stuff. And I'm just like, whoa. I was having to ship stuff from up north. All the way down, and and it took four days to get here. Right, and but so uh, it's a great story. How does somebody decide when? Like so, sort of some of your guys' points were, hmm. don't go buy a bunch of random stuff. But when do you go? Okay, I need to start looking at. You know, I've got a good process. I got a good chemical. Everything's going good. When do I take the chance to go look at? Well, okay, maybe okay. Something. So else your whole business is set up. Everything's set up. Okay, now you're good. Everything's running smoothly, right? Now, there's always work to be done. Always. Trim the fat. Okay, dig in. Right. What can I change? So how can I make this better? This product right. does this. Okay. So you just analyze everything in your business. And I won't even go to the very beginning because it goes from answering the fucking phone call to the client. But That's business. At first, you should just pick. Let's, talk, let's talk about chemicals. Right. Let's talk about chemicals. So at first, you just pick anybody. Pick something. Just yeah. pick something. Yep. And just start cleaning cars. Okay. Hold on. Where are you going? Go. Where are you going with that? No. It's just okay. You start cleaning cars. At what point do you start looking at, at certain things in your business to make them better? Yes. Whenever you have downtime. Okay, so you have downtime. Like everything's going great. You made money today. Cool. Hey, this AP cleaner that I was using. Like, how could, is there a way I can stretch it longer or make it better or get it cheaper or do this and that? Hey, when I. So at night, instead of playing Fortnite. Oh, there's always something to <laughs> do in your business to make it better. Videos you can, on random you're, shit. You're guaranteed to get your business in a place. Not guaranteed. Not guaranteed. You can get to a place in business where you're comfortable. But you can always make it better. You can always save more money. You can always cut more time. There's always something you can do in your business. So if you just dissect different parts of your business and go all the way through it, how can you improve that side of your business? It might be a tiny little tiny little change that saves you $2,000 a year. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's, a lot. That's insurance. That's it. That, that, vacuum tip. Man, right. Changing just the tip. tip? No, just the tip, Marty. Just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> but no, I mean, there's always something to do. So don't get, when, you, when you're to the place of comfortable, get uncomfortable. Try to find things in your business that aren't working well right. and make them work better. Nice. Mark, what are your thoughts? I agree with him. Um, you know, like I said, once you, you feel like you're in a place where you think everything is 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 going good, kind of just take a step back and, and analyze everything. And, uh, you know, slowly uh, look at all your problems. After the vacation, and, though. Actually, do it during <laughs> on the vacation. There you go. No, no, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, You got to do the vacation. Vacation? Yeah. Really? Year one to three, you're taking a vacation? Okay, you're stepping. You're you know stepping away. Get things after I come from an event, right? You know, um, so a business vacation like SEMA yeah. or MTE. SEMA, and now you're getting it's a business now you're getting vacation. bonus tip because you paid business right off vacation. There you go. Have all your ideas in the fall. Yeah, or yeah. winter. 
it's fall winter. Yeah. There's really not much in the industry in the because everybody knows they're fucking working. They are, Summer's yeah. like you don't take time off in the summer. No you work way. in the summer. That's so true. Yeah. Cool. Mark, so, uh, any any other thoughts on why somebody? One last thing. I think one last thing. I think me and you talked about this the other day, Marty. It's consistency. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I, I say. Can, can, hold on. Let me let me go. Let me try and imitate the southern black gospel preacher. Oh, uh, here you go. <laughs> preach it, brother. Preach it. <laughs> no, I think it's... Come on, bring it now. Come on now. Let's hear it from it. Let's hear it now, brother. Let's go now. Where's your towel at? Wipe your oh, yeah, sweat off your face. Off. Come on now. Let's bring it out. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. Hey. Well, Marty, you don't drink that beer no more. <laughs> <laughs> you both are horrible. You both suck. <laughs> no, but consistency, you know, and you can contest this, you know, Marty, when everybody first starts gets because you said for the, you know, the one to three year guy, you know, they go out and they get these fancy business cards and they might get a hundred of them or 500 or 250 and they go get these nice shirts made. And, all the swag. Uh, you know, to get all this nice new equipment. Yeah. And then they run out of business cards and they don't order more. Or the shirt gets dirty. They don't go buy a new one. Because um, they're doing good. So they feel like, I don't got to do that stuff anymore. So I say, you know, one of my key, keys to, you know, staying successful is being consistent with everything we do. Um, you know, keeping good uniforms, business cards, vans looking good equipment looking good equipment running um stuff like that so just stay consistent with everything you do so how does somebody say consistent maybe staying consistent means not going too big too early i wouldn't even say not going too big too early I just would. don't go too big if you don't think you can uh stay consistent um you know if you if you don't think you can stay consistent with everything you did in the beginning then maybe it ain't t- it's not time for you to go go big if you can't Afford to if you can't afford to hire an employee and keep make sure they have a clean uniform shirt, then it's not time to hire an employee. Because um, who wants to hire an employee and you have a uniform shirt but they're wearing a Run DMC shirt or <laughs> any kind of shirt? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. To me, I think presentation is everything. You can be broke and not have any money, but as long as you look like you want something and have that appearance, then you'll be good to go, you know? Um, so, you know, I just say stay consistent. I don't know how, how, how I could put that. You and just I, put it. Yeah, you just put it. And I think it would be just like understanding where you're at. Like, don't try and go too big. No, I've, I've been there many times. Like, you buy another truck, I'm like, man, that was way too soon. Oops, didn't right. mean to do that. Now, because I was riding, there was a point where you, you know, buying the truck and it's like uh, i was i bought that on impulse because we were busy at the time but i didn't realize the pattern in my business in my state my city where this is a season in which you get a huge spike but then two months later you have a huge decline now you're like uh how do i outfit this truck anymore so if you know the patterns and i you wouldn't mean, say that's a bad thing dj because now you got a spare truck if one of your other ones breaks down totally understand but i'm just saying like you know? i'm talking about growing on impulse versus growing on logic like you know in the seat how the seasons are so you know right yes i can afford through this dip and valley and peak and whatever whatever so right. okay so some okay we're talking year one and two so you might like oh we're so right. slammed we're like two weeks out and you hire like three people and you go buy this massive $20,000 investment pull alone. And then like in two months, you're like dead. And they're wondering why, because it's been so great lately. Well, you didn't know that February was your worst month. You didn't know that July was your worst month. But I mean, and I wouldn't even say to that level, as far as going out and buying stuff, I'm talking like on the level of customer service and presentation as far as, you know, being up front with your customers, uh, following up with your customers, um, your level of, of your services. I'm talking about like the small stuff. Um, I'm not even, you know, getting into, you know, like what we're talking about, which is another thing, but just the little things, you know, um, you know, a lot of people get complacent because they start making money. You know, they're like, Oh, I don't have to do those things. anymore. I don't have to answer my phone. 
um, because I got enough business or eventually or they will or, like, or whatever. So, um, I mean, I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Great advice, Mark. Always. You always bring a lot of great uh, wisdom. Thunder. Yeah. Thunder. It's because he's the chocolate thunder. I know. I'm just telling you why, <laughs> if you forgot. All right. So Mark's not drinking, but DJ, we need to rate this beer. Man, uh, go first. Hmm. Let me drink one more sip. Please do. Mm. That was a big sip. That a was. gulp, actually. It was a gulp. <laughs> I took a full mouthful. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a three. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. It's just, just a good average lager. Like, Lagers are average. Yeah. Could be. Except when they're cores. I'm going to go 3.1, man. <laughs> <laughs> what? 3.1. That's funny. That's he's right. Ne- he's ne- right? Like he's never done. What's wrong? <laughs> What's funny? I don't understand. I like it more than you do. I like the beard that Vu bought for us graciously more than you do. I appreciate you, Vu, more than Marty does. Thank you, Vu, for coming up here, bringing this beer up. I'm sorry that Marty was so unappreciative to rate it much lower than I did. But do know that I'm a better friend than, than he is. I like it. I like it. All right. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. All right. So, tab out question of the night. I'm tipsy. It's time for me to tab like, out. Legitimately, though. Mark, yes, talk sir. to me about Vegas. What's your best memory of Vegas? You know what? You asked me this question last time. I need another one. He needs another one, man. That's the same question I asked you? I'm pretty sure it is. Seriously. He wants another one. Another new card. Great memory? Dill again. Like, are you saying nope. we need to have a memory? Pick another card. Uh, <laughs> we can make another one if you want. Ooh. Hey, now we're talking. <laughs> chocolate and vanilla, that makes what? Milk chocolate? It makes a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take another question. Okay, though. another question. Uh, Mark... What would you tell detailers what's their number one thing they should do this year at SEMA? Network. I said the number one thing is just talk to other detailers and and act like a sponge and, and suck in as much as you can, to absorb as much as you can. Because there's going to be a lot of knowledge out there. And, uh, you know, if you pay attention, you – you know, it, you can meet that one person that can change your life. So, so. I, I think that's yeah, that's true. You can randomly meet people, and you Random. never know where yes. it's gonna go. So there, are, but there are some I mean, people right now that are listening. They're just like, look, I can I've never met, go talk I've to met someone. A couple guys right? Just flying into Vegas, and they say, "What are you doing? I'm headed to SEMA." Oh, really? Exchange business cards, and I've I've got some good deals out of just talking to people on an airplane headed to Vegas, headed to SEMA. So. For the oh, yeah. ones that are introverted and don't really mm-hmm. do that really well, what you're saying is you still got to do it. Mm-hmm. You still got to. You got to try. It's a business trip. You've got to put your business mind on. on. Yeah. Hat mind. Whatever. Either you're way. paying the money to go. Like, you've got to meet people. Like, mm-hmm. don't, 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 don't walk up just like, oh, it's Mike. Oh, my God. It's Mike Phillips. Like, Randy Doyle. Well, like, Mike Phillips will talk to you. Yeah. They're, yeah. No, they're all, all of they're them people. are. They're all going to talk to you. Right. So don't, right. yeah. I mean, it's not a, yeah. Just walk up and do your, like, what's Talk up? Yeah, that's it. Chocolate Thunder. You'll see yeah. him. He's towering over everybody. Big how, black guy. How tall are you, bro? He's more chocolate than everybody. How tall are you? Six something. Six three. Yep. Yep. I got it. Six three. Six three. Two sixty. Wow. Mm. How would I get that? Racket. <laughs> DJ been dreaming about me. <laughs> really dark dreams. I've been having some really dark dreams lately. You're right. Now I know. And it's been thunder lately here in Oklahoma. It it's been, been storming and with dark dreams. You're yeah. right. I've been d- dreaming about chocolate thunder. So uh, how'd it go down there? Did you get a little chub or no? Not, not at all. I'm no, like, no. it's literally is no, nothing's <laughs> happening. Chub, no not chub, nothing's no. happening. It's weird. Mm, that's a shame. It is a shame. You know. I mean, it's Vegas. Maybe there's a chance. I don't. What day are y'all getting into Vegas? Uh, Monday. DJ's coming in Tuesday. 
<laughs> you're just I'm like coming. the only one coming in on Sunday. Yeah, you are. You're Whoa, coming. You're coming early. early. That's premature. Way. That's way premature. Yeah, you're premature. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm the thunder. I got plenty. <laughs> All right, DJ, uh, what's the one thing you recommend detailers do at SEMA? Uh, go to as many things as possible. Just experience everything at the show, soak it all in, and then find some people in the evening you can go kick it with, man. Like, you'll have fun. It's going to be great. Yeah. And I think mine would be if you have something that you're looking for, don't always go with the pops and – Glamour. Mm. There's a lot of people that are paid to sell. Mm. And so when we've gone to look for certain things. The white tents. Remember those? The well, yeah. So we still, yeah. So you're right. So we will generally go through that north. It's a north hall, I think, with the details. The main is. hall is the north hall, yes. Yeah. And there's a lot of people waving around stuff. And, you know, I mean, they're they're paid to sell you, right? So we generally like to go over to the guys that are trying to climb up that ladder and you can find some companies that have a legit product that are don't have the pops and glamour yet because they're so early and but they might have a good product so yeah i i think not you not always doing the pops and glamour and going to go find do your homework while you're there it's a business trip so you know go to some of those other tents that have the early comers the ones that are trying to make it yeah you know besides dj and mark who come early these are the they're they're coming all week early so early to you yeah that's early to me all the time <laughs> anyway uh mark where do people find you on social instagram is at firehouse auto spa facebook same at firehouse auto spa and then uh website is uh, firehouseautospotjacks.com uh, and then we're going to strongly encourage that you hop on TikTok oh really absolutely yeah bro TikTok. no I'm telling TikTok. you so I was hesitant at first but the amount of traction I've got in the past TikTok. 72 hours has been crazy what is TikTok? So it's Let's a just very say I have a, a video that I have right now is running. Currently on this podcast recording, it has 7,000 views. Wow. One video. I have not done anything besides hashtag five things and just put it out there. So when has somebody been able to get a view Correct. of 7,000, right? No, it's crazy. Very few. You would have to go back to some early YouTubers, yeah. some early Instagrammers to be able to get that amount of views. And so, Mark, we're like, we really this strongly is the first suggest time I've been early, you get onto this TikTok. This is the first time I've been early in any platform. Is it an app? Yeah, it's no, app. it's a social media app. It's, it's a social media app. It, okay. it skews to the younger to up to 30 crowd. It's younger, yeah. It's younger, and they still own cars, a major majority of them. Mm -hmm. But it's a creative app. So I Very think with creative. the different locations, with the creative creativity that you've had in business, I think you do very well at it. Um, you you have to learn the the, the, the process of it all. It's We're, different. It's very different. A lot different. But, it took uh, me a while to figure it out. But, hey, we recommend – I mean, we do. Like, we recommend you, you do it. You should hop on it. I'm on a TikTok. There you go. Do T -I -C -T -O -K. it. T-I-C-T-O-K. All right, DJ, where do people find you? At TikTok? No. <laughs> no, you can, though. Uh, I only have the business on there, though. It's at EcoGreenMD. Uh, I've got about I don't know, six videos. It's pretty cool. It's a lot of fun. I love editing. It's The creativity is really cool. Um, but I hang out on IG at DJ Patterson. Um, you can find the podcast on there, too, at Pines Polishing Podcast. Marshall? Wonderful. Marshall, uh, where do they find you at? Are IG, you on TikTok, Facebook, too? Facebook, Total Auto Solutions, Marty L. Hill, personal. Uh, but then on TikTok, it's at... Uh, Detail supply app. So detail supply app. That uh, that's our TikTok. I have not hit seven thousand. DJ is much better than I am. <laughs> nope. But I'm getting a lot more views. Nope. Than, like if you throw nope. a video out on right. <laughs> the so dog. I did that one. Yep. 
So, was... Mark, one of the fun things you can do is like you take like it's really a lot of songs and people like you can either lip sync to stuff, but it's it's a lot of creative videos. DJ does stuff where he shows a dirty car and he snaps his finger and then it goes to a clean car. So, so many creative things that people can do. I did one using that song where and it's really just the the lyrics of nope. Yep. He, he knows. It's nope. e, he, he's e he knows it? Yep. Do you know it, Mark? It's E40. He knows who he knows. Thing, yeah. I don't think it goes kind of like the way you said it. But... <laughs> That's definitely correct, Mark. You're absolutely right there. But I know you know like, what I'm talking about. spreading the my dog and it just i tried to do some different things of him what was he gonna eat nope yep like and it was fun um <laughs> there's a lot of, like there's so many different things that can be done on tiktok so it's a lot of fun it is all right uh we will see you at sema you know it you know it tuesday night gordon beers brewery eight to ten all you can drink i can't wait myself I know you've already been drinking. Hey, dang right, <laughs> Mark. We look forward to hanging out with you, having some beers, and uh, always catching up, man. You're awesome. Thank you for your time of coming on and telling us uh, what you've done as a company. No problem, no problem. It's always good to hear from you guys, and uh, I think I'm gonna come out there soon. What? Uh, oh, yeah, man. please do. Oh. There's tons to do here. <laughs> it's so I mean, it's just, I don't even know where we start. <laughs> Hang out with y'all. Just come on a Wednesday, though. Make sure you come on a Wednesday. Yeah, if you come, come on a Wednesday. There's something to do. <laughs> the view is awesome. Yeah, the view is awesome. <laughs> All right, man. Have a great night. Thanks, bro. All right. See ya. DJ, I need a beer. I need a stat. Right now? I do, but I can't have it. Why not? Because I'm not at the Gordon Beers Brewery with hundreds of other detailers drinking free beer for hours. Well, we should get a time travel machine and get there right now. Ooh, let's do. Okay. So. Tuesday. If I time travel and I'm there. Yep. Should I get there and just show up? No, 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 no. It's highly important that you get there at 8 o'clock. And already have registered. Oh, or, so I should register before I show up. Like right now, as you're listening to this. What's the registration? Swipe up, move this out of the way, and you go to... Swipe up, move it out of the way? Yeah, because iPhone. <laughs> I'm iPhone 10, you swipe this, swipe this up, get it out of the way. Hold on, that doesn't work. Oh, they're listening to the episode. So on they their phone. To, okay, yeah, now I phone. get it. Get out of this app. They should not swipe right. <laughs> they should swipe up. Bro, I have no idea. <laughs> and then go to where? www.freebeersema.com dot com yeah is that it it is that that's a good one to go to okay. or just sema pint night that's one too sema yeah. pint night.com sema pint night.com all right we'll see you guys there free beer two hours Ooh.